there. Welcome back to uh, the Jeff Walker Books uh, channel. Um, today I'm going to be discussing the um, latest book of my creation, um, uh, Deep Contact, the adventure, well, the adventures of Deep Contact, uh, the massive planet. Um, today I'm going to go into uh, the story of it and um, give you a bit more detail about what's going on in the book. The book is coming out in April 30th, around there. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to go into more detail. Uh, and the story itself is uh, set in a uh, timeline um, in the, the far future. Um, and um, the ship itself is a unique ship because um, it's the first of its kind of a deep explorer vessel. Now, the nature of their mission has been not revealed to the crew, um, only that it's a, an exploration uh, mission. Uh, the captain has um, some issues. Uh, he's not a perfect captain, and uh, it's not a really perfect crew. Um, it will, you know, later on in the books, you'll find out why that is. And um, I just wanted to get this story off the ground because um, I just wanted to see if the uh, book will do well. Um, it's a very adventurous story. Um, the uh, crew accidentally runs into a, a massive planet, as the title suggests. Uh, but it's a, a planet that um, just suddenly appears out of nowhere, and they're crashing straight into it. Um, since it's so immensely huge, it takes a good long while for the uh, ship to go through the planet. So it's their um, sort of descent into this planet, and it's just taking a long time. Um, and they don't understand the reasoning. They don't understand the, why it's like this. And um, it's just going to be a, um, an adventure with an adventure kind of like thing. Because there's an adventure going on inside the ship, and there's an adventure going on outside the ship. Um, the book... Um, came along a long time ago when I had um, the idea in my head. Uh, same time I, I started thinking about creating my first books. Uh, I was trying to create original stories as I was writing fan fiction a lot. Um, because I didn't want to write fan fiction anymore. I mean, I got pretty good at writing uh, Batman Beyond and, and Star Wars and stuff, but I was not happy that I had to, like, rely on um, other people's work. The My Batman Beyond stories used to get a lot of fanfare. So um, I liked that. And I thought, you know, originally I was going to do comic books for life. But that didn't pan out. So um, I worked on my story structuring, and um, I found that I needed more. Because um, comic books are well and good, but... Um, if you don't have a good story, it just doesn't hold up. And um, I noticed that when I was trying to create my own comics, I got a little too ambitious and was trying to create this 50-story arc. Uh, will I ever do that story? I'm not sure now. Um, I want to try, but I'm not sure how about go about it. Um, visually, it was going to be more interesting than the story itself, so I may not do it. I mean, 
I thought for sure I'd have that comic book out, but I didn't. <laughs> because I was doing it all. Writing, art, um, everything. I mean, I was, at that time, a graphic artist. Um, I thought I was doing really well, but then I wasn't. I, I came out of a time from college when jobs were becoming scarce. Um, and uh, if you didn't have the credentials and you didn't have enough... Um, uh, skill you weren't you weren't considered and um unfortunately um my skills ran out <laughs> because as the years progressed the computers and design work got uh, more intricate and i couldn't keep up and um i tried to do a fresher course uh and i could have been in web design uh, an instructor asked me to, but you know, when you're young, you don't listen to that. Uh, but I, I kind of regret it now. I should have listened to him. Um, but for the most part, I just I I stopped drawing a long time ago. I got disenchanted by my uh, attempts and trying to. Uh, well, I just I just got depressed a lot because. Um, I just wasn't going anywhere I thought I was. So then I thought, you know what, I'll focus on my writing. I just wrote fan fiction for the longest time, building up enough uh, confidence to feel that I could start writing my own books, in which I did. And um, this story was one of three stories I had worked on originally, and then I just put it to the side as I wrote other stuff. Um, uh, eventually I wrote The Long Lost War, which is my most successful novella, and, uh, is out now, and available for anyone that wants to go read it. Uh, it's on Kindle Unlimited, uh, it's on, uh, print on demand, it's on Audible, um, and I have, uh, all these other books, uh, available on Amazon, so if you, uh, click on to Amazon, my Amazon link, you can go directly there and see all my books, including this one. It's up for a um, 99 cents for a pre-order, and you can pre-order this book. It, well, like I said, it comes out on April 30th. Um, I still have to uh, gather some uh, some ARC reviews and um, some feedbacks so I can see how the novel, novel's working. Um, but for the most part, it's um, it's what I wanted it to be eventually. Um, is it a long story? Not necessarily. I think it's another novella uh, for now. Um, the other book might be, as that I'm working on, I'm working on a sequel book that might take a little longer because I might go into more about their characters, more about the ship, and more about their mission um, with another crisis on their hands. Because um, this was what the book's going to be. It's, it's their adventures throughout uh, space. I mean, they're all alone out there. They don't have a whole lot of resources. Um, uh, the crew is just uh, nervous and unprepared for what space, deep space travel is actually like. And it's going to tie into certain elements of my other books. Um, I won't go into great detail about that, because I'll just let the readers figure that out for themselves. Um, but yeah, the characters are... Um, they're, um, the captain is Captain Riley. He's a um, 
an older captain with some issues. Like I said, his his wife uh, died uh, just before he came on the mission. Um, He's um, had some drinking issues that he's had to try to avoid. Um, um, And he's um, kind of isolated himself from the crew, which really doesn't help because as a captain, you're supposed to maintain your presence with the crew which he slowly starts to do as uh, his first officer, Commander Yang, um, who is a a Mars citizen and a Chinese um, dissident, um, that he he pretty much warms up to the captain because uh, he's trying his best to help the captain get reacquainted with the crew. Um, It took a long time for them to leave um, the, the solar system which I'll probably go into the next book, why that took so long. But um, Yang is doing his best to keep... is pretty much the glue between him and the crew. And then there's um, the Doctor. Um, uh, I forgot his name already. Um, Najamu, I think it was. or um, I'll have to go back. Sorry about that. Um, I'm still getting used to the name I've made for him. But he is from um, Nigeria, and he is a um, a very skilled xenobiologist. Uh, he's very um, he's very uh, skilled, yes, as a doctor, and he's um, um, not complicated. Um, he's um, just um, doing the best he can with you know, the resources he can, but he finds it all fascinating and he helps in whenever he can. Um, is, should I be writing about a Nigerian character? Well, why not? I'm a writer. Um, my idea is to study and, um, observe people. And, um, I, I try to create characters that are believable that are, um, from different areas of the earth because we shouldn't be limiting ourselves to, well, write, write, white writers should only write white people. Well, no. You should be able to understand and get in the heads of everybody, um, just regardless of ethnicity or beliefs or sexual preferences, um, which leads me to um, the pilot. Um, she is um, lesbian. And uh, I make no bones about what she what she is, but I, I try to like see her as a person and not some um, I don't know cause or anything like that. Uh, but she she pretty much um, holds her own. She can be a bit combative as well, especially with the captain. She's very untrusting of the captain. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm unprepared for. Um, I don't have the names down here, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Let me just see if I can. Uh, I'm trying to do this uh, on the fly, as it were, because that's how that's how I roll. Um, let's see. Uh, get into this, and nope. I want to go. You know, it's oh man, everything looks the same. All right, there we go. Come on. Yeah, I'm just um, trying to click it up here. And uh, everything's taking its time. There we go. Sarah Burgum. That's her name. Her name is Sarah Bergenham. And um, 
No, did I even get it right? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, I guess I should be editing this, but I don't want to. I want you to hear what I'm going through here. Anyway, Captain and Yang, yeah, they're going to have, like, a good relationship. They're going to be, uh, like, buddies by the time, by the, um, by the, like, the next book. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's Sarah Brigham. She's, um, the pilot. And, uh, yeah, she'll have some issues as well, but not so much for, uh, being lesbian or anything like that that's that's nothing in the century like who cares like it's your sexual preference that's just how it is um and then oh man uh you, you know i can't find the file for everything it's hard to remember all this because i've got so many stories going on at the same time in my head that um Okay, and then there's the the genius, the child genius, who's part of this um, Omega group, which was formed after um, years of genetic engineering. Um, they're a group of child um, geniuses that helped shape the um, the new rise of humanity. Um, she's 14 years old, and she's from India, and uh, her name is Amanda Birkins. But she doesn't act like a typical 14-year-old, as most of the children of this Omega group don't act like regular children. Uh, they act more like adults because they're so um, well-developed. They're, they're just, they, they have more um, of everything. They're faster, they think faster, they have more intelligence, um, which will be a problem later on in the stories. Um, they are um, trying to uh, get the humanity out in space more and for a, for a different reason that nobody seems to know yet. Um, and then um, Amanda Birkins, she developed the engine for the um, spaceship. It's called the uh, Quantum Magnetic Drive, which is a... Um, a very a big round sphere like object that's um, magnets within magnets within magnets within and at the center of it is like this um, singularity core that um, all the magnets kind of repel energy and, and send it shooting back into the core um, I didn't want to get too technical about its construction mainly because I'm not a scientist I mean, science fiction is one part um, science and one part uh, fantasy. So you have to. I mean, it's not hard science fiction. This is like a space opera. Um, but, I mean, I came up with something that might be believable um, as to the real science of it. I'm sure scientists will pick apart this this issue. And I'm like going, well, it's a book. Just enjoy it. But the engine I tried to make as uh, believable as uh, I could. And I can't really describe it myself. I just came up with the idea somehow in my head about what this engine should be and how it should power. But, I mean, even Amanda is still trying to figure it out as she goes. Uh, she invented this thing, but she's um, 
she's unsure of its potential, and which they discover in this book um, of uh, the massive planet. So eventually she will um, learn how to manipulate this engine enough to get them far ahead. I mean, it's an engine that could send them into light speed or beyond. Uh, we'll see. Uh, then, oh, sorry, here's the doctor. Dr. Baraka Naijimu. Um, um, I don't know if I'm saying that right. But anyway, I can't even tell my own writing, eh? Um, but I came up with a, a name for him. Um, now, I, I hope people don't take this as an insult, but because it's not meant to be, I'm, I'm trying to create a character that um, uh, he has depth and that he has a viability. And I'm not going to belittle him or make him, um, you know, call out his, his color for anything. I mean, the man is a man, you know, like he's just trying to help out as a doctor, you know, um, he's 55 years old. He's, um, he's been around, he knows what everybody's trying to do. And he has, some. Um, he'll try to help out the captain when he wants him. And, um, so there's that. And yeah, so Sarah Brigham. Um, and then I had, uh, who else did I have? Yeah, I'm sorry that I've, I've not, um, I hadn't, um, you know, um, been more prepared. Um, it's just how I am. I'm not a, I'm not a, a speaker, so I don't, um, I don't do this on a daily basis. So I know people say, well, you should have everything ready and try not to be, but I, I, I can't do that. I can't think like that. Um, I'm a writer first, right? So, um, So, yeah, and I was just trying to think of the next character here. Uh, Jen Sakura. Sakura. She's a, a Japanese uh, science officer who's on board, and she's kind of very um, Spock-like in a way, and I kind of mocked her about that sort of thing in the book, but um, she's not meant to be. She's not going to be um, just so rigid like Spock. I mean, it's she's human, obviously. So, but at the same time, she's very, um, very scientific. Um, she has a science mind. Uh, she and Jen, uh, kind of, uh, or sorry, Jen and uh, Sarah, will have um, sort of a relationship going on um, in the book, and um, and. Uh, well, that will stem on through the, the series. Um, uh, Sarah is more like a Captain Kirk lover kind of like thing, love him, leave him kind of thing. So she kind of like go into that. Um, and then there's um, Ensign Robinson, who's going to be um, more in the books later. But I mean, he's. Um, He's a very young, uh, cocky kind of southern kid, 
a big toothy grin kind of thing. I kind of keep telling him like he's got a big toothy grin. I kind of think of um, Jake Busey when I when I think of him because that's who I had in mind for this character. Um, if you've ever seen Jake Busey, he's got that uh, big toothy grin. Um, that's that's who I had in mind when I wrote that character specifically. Um, kind of like Captain Riley. Uh, I thought of uh, Liam Neeson as Captain Riley. Um, so he is Irish, and um, I'll try to get that in there too. Um, for the most part, that's the crew, uh, the main crew, anyway. Um, sorry if I borrowed bored you. I'll try to find this stuff. Um, like I said, I, I tend to forget myself sometimes after I've written it. Um, but I, I hope to um, increase the character's uh, potential as uh, the stories progress. Um, the book is um, um, done in my mind. And there might be some tweaking if these replies come back, if there's any issues with them but for the most part it's ready um i'm really happy how it turned out um it took a while uh longer than i thought it would um i was working on a long lost war um more so i mean i was feverish with long lost war um, and once this book started going i started like getting on it trying to get the chapters out um, it's shorter, that's for sure. Um, so that's why it's not going to be a novel. It's going to be a novella. It's just under the 50. So I'm, I'm uh, 50,000 words. Currently, it has to be 50,000 words to be categorized as a novel. But they prefer 80, which I don't think I could do for right now. Um, but so then I'll have to go to the next one. Anyway, um, so that's the story of that. And, um, yeah, so they encounter a planet that shouldn't be there. Um, they drift in. They get sucked in. Um, there's um, a whole scenario going on in the ship. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, tension is high. And I, I try to make it an actionable book to get um, just get a sense of where this... Um, sort of story is heading, heading, and uh, I hope it does well, and I hope you enjoy the book. Um, I do intend to continue the series, uh, and I had, like I said, I've started the second book already. Um, I, I I think it's an interesting crew. What I wanted to create was like a well, kind of like a Star Trek, but. More of like just starting out Trek kind of like thing. But this ship is built more like a submarine. So it's it's long, it's slender, and it's uh, packed with 150 crew. Um, and it has like um, a really tough outer shell so that um, it can travel through space, no problem. Uh, it has um, like guns and stuff like that. It's a military ship, kind of hybrid. Um... So I hope everybody enjoys this uh, ship that I've created, uh, Deep Contact. It will be a um, a new start, that's for sure. Um, and um, that's all I can think about right now. Um, 
if you'd like to know more, you can go to, um, well, hopefully my website can up, get updated. I'm so busy with other things in life that I, I can't always get back to um, certain projects that I'd like to do. Um, I'm still trying to write several other novels in the process, and I'm constantly writing something. So just maintain a lookout for uh, new things. I'm on Wattpad, Inkit. Um, my stuff is on Amazon.com. At, uh, or you can go to my website, www.jeffwalkerbooks.weebly.com and uh, look for uh, anything new there in my blog. Uh, it'll have um, some more information about it. Um, and that's all I can talk about right now. I'm trying to keep it real. <laughs> I don't like to edit because I'm not too great at it. Um, so this is the real person doing as much as he can. Um, and then I'll just leave it at that. So thank you for joining me for this uh, episode. And yes, I will try to do better next time. Thank you very much, and uh, have a good day.